Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Love is the truth and it's inside of you, everyone. Welcome to the Football Ramble. The race for the top four is hotting up and Jack Wilsh is back in business. It's Tuesday, 22nd of February. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Pete Donaldson. <laughs> <laughs> Is love inside of you, Pete Donaldson? Um, I, I got distracted because I was looking at um, Chris Boyd pin badges on eBay. Oh, yeah? If love is inside you, I would write a request on behalf of Marcus and I that that's where it stays. <laughs> love is For the now. key. All the out, mate. Uh-huh. It's on the doors. Uh-huh. Um, why is... Are there any other former uh, Rangers strikers? Who do you fancy? Chris Nick. Boyd. No, he's already I've done Chris Boyd. Chris Boyd. No, I'm saying, are there any other... Ones. Pin badges available. Chris Boyd yeah. badge. Right. How I'm, many Chris Boyd badges are available on uh, eBay? Yes, quite a few, actually. I, my yeah. question was, Peter, before you get pedantic, was uh, are there any other X-Rangers strikers who have pin badges available? And before the show started, he was looking at a Christopher Iyer uh, phone oh. case. <laughs> I was, yeah. yeah. I'm just getting really big into the Scottish Premier League. Um, well, Premier everyone's film. getting to NFTs. You're taking it back analogue. Yeah, I'm buying a... There's a, ba- there's a, there's a, there's a fun card mask ready to wear. Um, celebrity um, piece of cardboard you put on your face and you look like Chris Boyd. But if you want to commit, but if you want to steal some petrol from the garage, or something. in most places people wouldn't know who you were. <laughs> That's the problem with that. But if I'm, if like I'm, you walk down the te- you walk down Piccadilly in London, there's there's you know Kate Middleton, Prince Harry, yeah. Prince William. Prince Harry's not there. Well, you know what I mean, though. People know who they are. I just don't, but the I point just, is, what's the point of having one of them if no one knows who it is? Well, for the same company, are doing Kevin West uh, Webster um, Coronation Street ones and Kirkbride ones, uh, Dev Allahan uh, celebrity yeah, but, card it, faces, but then their other product is Chris Boyd. It doesn't make any sense. I fear we're getting away from the point of this show. <laughs> you asked him. You asked You know me. what happens when you do that he comment. Still, yeah. He didn't answer the question, actually. Mm. Um, but there we are. I can only assume that there's a Mark Hately one out there as well. I hope so. A lot is, of copies of the Football Ramble book on eBay. Of, oh, my God, there's a lot of them. Oh. Don't get one now. Yeah. Don't get one right now. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Might even be signed. You never know your yeah. bad luck. Um, <laughs> speaking of luck, though, Jack Wilshire is back in business, as we say. He is, He's made yes. a, a move. A shock move? Is it a shock move? He's made a move to the Danish top flight. Uh, for Aarhus, I don't yeah. forgive pronunciation. I think that's about right, isn't it? Yeah. That'll do, wouldn't it? Come in, the mid- in the middle of our street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, Jack Will should be absolutely delighted to lead the ramble today. Well, in the top story, I'll tell you what, <laughs> that, is a, that is a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very Tuesday story. It is, it is a bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been out of the game uh, for a little while. Bournemouth released him at the end of last season. Mm. And he hasn't played a lot of football over the years because of injuries and whatnot. I mean, yeah. he has been training at Arsenal. So that'll keep you in shape. <laughs> Will it? Yeah, David yeah, okay. Beckham trained at Arsenal once Fine. for a while when he was in between, and look at him. Yeah, He was yeah. never injured, was he? No. Well, not like Jack Wilshere. <laughs> Come on, that's naughty. I I get the feeling... Pete Beckham was quite industrious, I, I would say. Pete he was, Beckham. Yeah. Pete Beckham. Peak. Oh, Pete uh, Beckham. Yeah. I was like, Pete Beckham. Is that his real name? <laughs> <laughs> Reveal. At some point, we'll have a footballer with the first name Peak, won't we? That'd Peak. be amazing. Oh, he's Peak Wilshere. It's Peak Beckham. Fantastic. Yeah. Named yeah. after Peaky Blinders, presumably. Yeah. Pete started watching Peaky Blinders. I started watching Peaky Blinders, yeah. Oh, you not notice his flat cap in the office? I just thought he'd... 
embracing older age. You have to start dressing like them if you want to watch it. Oh, right. Correct. So yeah. um, um, and you've got to drink beers out of a bin, um, <laughs> which I do anyway. I was going to gonna say, that's why you start watching it. But I, I get the feeling Jack Wilshire will only be there long enough to figure out uh-huh. how that batshit league works and then he'll leave immediately because they've got that mad like mm. they play each other twice and then they go into like this 12 week playoff or something yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for, for a Champions League spot and, mm. and the league title um, so he'll figure that out yeah. and then they'll go just get out just get out uh-huh. I thought yeah. I thought Jack had Rangers written all over him to be honest yes yeah, I and I was mean. really surprised that the more that time went past that he didn't go to Rangers not under Gerrard but he's not there anymore, is he? And then not under Van Bronckhorst. Just saying, if, if Wilshire had been in the base of that midfield, would they have scored five against Dortmund? Maybe. Maybe. We'll never know. <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have fancied him at the Magnificent Gorgie boys, actually. Yeah, mm. I can yeah. see that as well. But um, he has had... I mean, given that he's only 30... I know. He's had a very interesting journey in his career. He has. And and I know that, Marcus, you will hold a candle for him because he once <laughs> played in midfield for England. More than once. And, and I think that you would say, I, I think that you genuinely have the opinion that if he does really well, gets a move, he could be in the England squad for a while. <laughs> no, no, look, we, we've moved Is that on. ship sound even we've for you? We've moved on from the Halsey and Roy Hodgson days at England. Well, that, I tell you what, if you, if not even you believe that yeah. Jack can get back in the England squad, oh, I think... I, I never said never. <laughs> <laughs> Let's never ever close the door on anybody, <laughs> even Andy Carroll. But uh, how many England caps do you think he's got? He's got at least 30. 34. 34, okay. Yeah. That yeah. is indicative of a, of, of a different age, isn't it? He's a good it, really? player, though, Peter, wasn't he? he? Was was, a good player, that was indicative I mean... of what he could do. Right. I think okay. a different age. Mm. He was, but he was a player, though. He, was, he, he came was. along at a time when, if you remember, in uh, 2008, I think he was sort of started playing for Arsenal. Um, Guardiola and Barcelona around that time 2009 you know they started doing tiki tacker and we saw the likes of Xavi and Iniesta blah blah blah, blah. and there was great hope that, that Wilshire would be a kind of an English version of them now I know that is comparing to two of the best midfielders we've we've seen in our lifetimes mm. so it's it's, it's uh, perhaps a, a, an unfair uh, uh, sort of yard it's interesting you're doing this now rather than six years ago <laughs> <laughs> we did in 2008 and, mm. and in his earlier in his career well, wasn't Arsenal it said he was like he was like a because the idea being with Jack that he had the English mentality, and he yes. would say some quite basic stuff, Jack, sometimes. He mm. would say stuff like, you know, I remember a quote that he gave a while back where he said, English players need to know what they're good at, and that's tackling and working hard. And it's mm. a bit like, well, we're trying to get away from that, Jack, really. <laughs> yeah. but, but I think it was Gattuso, Gattuso who said, yeah, Gattuso said he's like, he plays like a Spanish midfield player, yeah. but mm. he's got that tenacity as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and you know, he's got a bit of quality in there, but uh, there was always chat, wasn't there, that he was quite injury prone. Some players are. And was he that, um, should I say... Did he look after himself properly? There we are. Yeah. And, and sometimes perhaps the, the application of, of the, the attitude and trying to get fit and trying to stay... Did he like a crafty cigarette behind a bin? <laughs> well, for example, we for example. De- there was definitely one occasion he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Outside that nightclub uh, where he was. Goodness knows why he went behind the bins. Was it to maybe shield himself from the wind so he could spark up? Or was it to hide from the paparazzi? He was looking for Roy. <laughs> I've he's never been next to a barn. He's looking for Roy. When do you ever Roy, find yourself behind some bins? Just having a tab. <laughs> Roy's not going to be behind the bins. No, he's he? in the barn. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. In, in in an inner city nightclub. Is he such a bad rec- trainer because he just eats rats? Why, why is he behind the bins? <laughs> I've never been in a nightclub. I've certainly been behind a bin. And that's Pete asking. And that's me yeah, saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah that's however how... many people I invite behind the bins. How they won't your, follow me. In your life, how many crafty cigarettes have you had behind a bin? I'd, He's I'd, not a smoker. I've, I've never smoked. I've no, never okay. put one to oh, my lips. Because the asthma and that. No, it's because yeah. it's bad for you. Yeah, fair enough. It's going to go against my jupe, isn't it? It's true. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's true. It's true, yeah. That's it, that's it. So do you, well, th- do you think that they they would be 
Aarhus would have done their research because it, it came about because mm. of Roy's pal who works at Aarhus now, right? Yeah, who was Roy's assistant, I think, at Palace or, right, or okay. one of his previous jobs, certainly. Mm. Yeah, okay. uh, I thought he thought he had Ray Lewington as, as, as his assistant. Well, maybe. he can have more than one assistant. Yeah, why not? Exactly. Have as many as you can. Maybe Ray needs one. <laughs> so he goes <laughs> yeah. down the pecking order. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, yeah, he put in a good word and Roy was like, well, yeah, he played well for me. Yeah, yeah. Sure, uh, 34 England caps. I kind of think of Roy and Ray. Mm. They both look like older animals, and they feel like a bit, they feel like a, like? They feel like a cry, an animal kingdom crime fighting duo to me, <laughs> like Sharky and George. Yeah, the crime yeah, busters yeah. of the sea. Yeah, okay. like, these guys are the crime busters of the forest. Oh, so- <laughs> yeah, like the rescuers, they, that Disney thing. What are they? What are they? Little little mice. 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 Okay. Yeah. Pete's, yeah. Pete's got mice in his house at the moment. I wow. do. Yeah. Yeah. I keep, I keep and you've got two dogs that are by trade ratting dogs but yeah. they don't kill any I just, I just take I take them out of the human traps um, put it in the back of the car right. drive it to an undisclosed location let them out it's a little, yeah. t- little, little mouse taxi service little uh, hoods over there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little socks but little do they follow you home though Peter yeah. you've got to I know you got to go for miles. I know. Burn I've been it, told it's all anyone <clears throat> bloody says. I'll take for miles. I'll find the way back. Yeah, we'll let yeah. well, go. Good for Jack though. Good for <laughs> Maybe Jack. he'll find his Maybe way back. <laughs> like he, he's going to be. <laughs> he, what he's going to be doing is he's going to because I know he's been training. Yeah. I know he's been talking on Talksport quite a lot about how good he is at football still, and that's up to him. Mm. Absolutely fine. He's always mm. on Talksport saying that, so he'll try and play his way back in. Ultimately, I think he feels like he wants to prove that he can still do it. But so he should. I mean, again, he's still of age where he can put in a few good years. But he's had, there was an interesting situation at West Ham, wasn't there, where mm. he was injured a bit. But then he, after he left West Ham and went to Bournemouth afterwards for a while, I remember him saying, I, I was fit a lot more than people thought I was, but I just wasn't being picked. And so, mm. and so you wonder then, of course, playing in Denmark with respect to them is not going to be the same as playing. Yeah. I mean, he can't get, he can get in the West Ham team now, for goodness sake. They're, 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 well, certainly they're, not now. And no. they, he probably wouldn't get in any Premier League midfield. You know, if we're aware that his, his attitude sometimes with training and so on wasn't, wasn't great, as we, that was the rumour, mm. and he was injury prone, now that's going to get around in football. And mm. clearly it has. Now he's needed a, an olive branch. He's found one with... Um, Roy loved him as well. Roy always picked him for England. Well, because he was he, yeah. he, he put in a good shift. But um, Stig Ingham Bjornaby, um, who's uh, who's at the club, one of the big wigs there, he was saying that we're aware that he hasn't played that much football. We know what he's got, and we need to get him match fit, and we need to see what's what's going on. I mean, it's, it's I think it's reportedly five grand a week that he's that he's paying. But I, I think for a side who are not doing that well at the moment in the Danish league, why not take a punt on him? You know, and I think also there's an element. And he's a of high this. profile name. The, the, for them, absolutely, yeah. and that's a great, that's a good, that's a good thing for totally, them. Totally, yeah. But there, but also, Marcus, isn't, isn't there like an idea for Jack himself? Mm. It's a completely fresh start. Yes, there's absolutely. no baggage. No one's. He absolutely. probably. I mean, I know he's used his contacts to get the move, but yeah. ultimately, the players he plays with, mm. they're all going to be probably quite a bit younger. Most of them, they're not going to have played with him before. He can, he can. It's a clean slate. Here's totally. what I can do yeah. with no baggage, no he, judgment. Here's that yeah. goal against. Was it Norwich? The volley. Yeah, show them that. <laughs> they are. Well, that's Only, what they put. Well, they used that they as their announcement. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Yeah, just, I just great goal. I just don't think these. Screamer ever. for England away against Slovenia, these Peter. Things never, these moves never work. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Typical Perry. All right, well, Sorry, yeah, I don't, we, I don't know why we bothered. <laughs> yeah. um, well, let's talk about the rat race for the top four, shall we? Um, <laughs> Wilshire's beloved Arsenal, whom he has been training with, of course, are, are in a good position to be um, in among uh, those going for top four. Um, they beat Brentford, of course, 2-1 on the weekend. Um, with uh, Saka and Emile Smith-Rowe rocking all over the world, Peter, <laughs> do you fancy Arsenal to clinch fourth spot. We presume that Chelsea are going to finish third. I think that's a fairly safe bet, despite what, yeah. um, you know, Lukaku being out of touch, if you will. Um, but uh, but Arsenal, are they going to do it, Peter? Well, I mean, they don't have a prolific goal scorer in their ranks, but they are going to be converting Emil Smith-Rowe to a, to a number nine. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, that's an astonishing I was turn for... He's got a lot of goals. He has, yeah. From that position. But you you often wonder that when players get given that kind of like starting forward mm. central berth, that, well, all the focus is on them, you know, to provide goals and therefore mm-hmm. you kind of lose them from the match a little bit. And especially, he's not a, he's not the most imposing player. Mm. He's, he's, a, he's a very direct player. He's, he's, he dribbles, he earns space, and that's mm-hmm. why he gets his shots away. But I just think that... Um, yeah, that that's that's not going to be great for his development to to have that on his shoulders. Yeah, I was surprised when Arteta suggested that Emil Smith Rowe would play very well as a number mm. nine, Luke, because mm. he's been among the goals. There's no doubt about that. But his style of play is very much liking to get the ball to feet, having a dribble. I mean, but could he be a false nine? He's we talked, <laughs> talked about Wilshire being a you know a little bit like Javi Iniesta. Could Emil Smith Rowe be well, like Lionel Messi back in the day? I think that's probably isn't that. Kind of what Arteta was saying, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think obviously they've got Lacazette in the equation as mm. well, who, um, you know, Brassel speaks very highly of, and obviously who is a good player. For, mm. for me, that 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 race is interesting, and it has been interesting all season. And I might, I may just be saying this out off the back of what happened at the weekend, but I was so impressed with Spurs' shape against Man City. Oh yes, defensively, yeah. they looked amazing. You know so what it's compact. like, Conte, when Conte locks down the three four three. Yeah, but but I, but I but they they. I criticised the three four three going into that game, yeah. saying that they need to play a three five two. Right, I, mm. I feel like they need an extra body in there, um, and then against City at times, obviously it was a rear guard action. Yeah, I mean there's a bit more to it than and, that, yeah. and, and and obviously players like Son and Kane will drop it and help out. As, as to be fair to us, we did mention, but if they if they can play like that away from home against Man City mm-hmm. and defend so well, and that's almost their identity, yeah. where they can break really quickly because they, they could have scored a lot more than three goals Yes, and they can and they can nail that down and they can use that and they can keep Dyer fit and they can keep Hoiberg in the team because I think he, he the, the record with him is really good I actually think Spurs are in not in the box seat because of the, the run of form they've been in but clearly that's what Conte wants to do and if he can deliver that I think they can get fourth do you, do, do you not think that they're kind of overachieving because all of their kind of like wins have been very late winners they've had like four or five in recent memory where they've scored in injury time at the end of the match and and they can't keep doing that players like Emerson Royale I, th- I thought have, haven't really um, uh, acquitted themselves that well to the Premier League That's, he's going to take another season to get going I, I, I think they, they, they might have, fall away they definitely have weaknesses <clears> in their t- team for sure but but, I, I thought that the back three looked pretty good, actually, with old Eric Dyer marshalling it. They did. Roy's mm. favourites. They did. But also, as well, I find it interesting when Conte comes along. Look at Ryan Sessegnon, who's not played that much, really. I don't think he had a great game, though. No, um, and I understand he's he's been injured a little bit this season, but he'll want to mould him into that wing-back yeah. kind of player. Which I mean, look at what he did with Victor Moses at Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, you know, suddenly Moses was playing like he was, you know, I think at the time I joked and said, blimey, he could be on for player of the season or something, yeah. you know. Um, and, and he wasn't playing that much. And and mm. it'd be interesting to see what he could do with, say, Session without making it too much about him. But this is where we see Conte really start to nail down what he's all about at Spurs. And I think you're right. I think that uh, Tottenham have got a few games in hand on some of the teams around there. <clears throat> and that, befo- that performance as well, you saw the way Conte celebrated. I know yeah. we talked about this yesterday, but it's relevant to the conversation now. The way he celebrated, he knows that's a marquee win. You, oh, big you time. get a game and you get a, and the manner of the, the win as well, that gives everyone such a shot in the arm. Yeah. And that will uh, <clears throat> be... be um, the, the rest of the clubs around there, for obvious reasons, wouldn't have uh, enjoyed that. But what about Wolves, though? I just don't think they score enough goals. Well, but I mean, if they're not conceding any, though, you, you, you only need to score slightly more, if you see what I mean. I mean, Bruno Large says after they beat uh, Leicester, he says, I think we can do something special. The carrot I want for my team now is to step forward to be the big team we want to be. Yeah, but they've scored fewer goals than Watford. Are they going to get the carrot? 
No, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I understood that to be the question. Yes. Uh, They've won five of their six Premier League games this year, this calendar year. They're they're a really good team. And they're they're a very underrated side, isn't they? And and you know what you're going to get with them. Mm. And they do do find... They can can consistently do that every single week with the odd odd occasional exception. I think um, when they... I mean, even when they lost to Arsenal, they only lost 1-0. And it was kind of a close run thing. Mm -hmm. You'd fancy Connor Cody in the Champions League, wouldn't you? I'd love that. I'd absolutely, I'd absolutely love that. He'd relish he it, seems a great, he? seems a great lad. Yeah. But you know, Man United are in there at the moment, but they've mm. played quite a few games more than, than Spurs, as you said, and and same as they played more than Arsenal as well. Um, West Ham have obviously played twenty six as well. Mm. My fear for Spurs would be that you know they're capable of such absolute dross; it's unbelievable. <laughs> you know, and, and I don't really know where that come. when we when we were previewing on Friday on yeah. the show, you and I, um, I said they've lost three in a row now, and it looks likely to be four. Because you just didn't see that performance mm, coming. Yeah. I know they've got a kind of interesting record against City Spurs, yeah. and they can p- perhaps they can raise themselves for these big games. But if they just drill themselves and play in that way um, consistently, mm. that it's, it's theirs for the taking. But I guess when they play against a team that isn't Man City, so for example, next time they've, they've got Burnley away, then Leeds mm, away, you mm. can't really play like that. No. Uh, and and so maybe even if it suits them, yeah, um, it, it wouldn't necessarily work every week. I'm quite astonished that you're mixing myself and Kate Mason up these days. Lately. Oh, sorry, yeah, it was Kate on Friday. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. Sorry, I, 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 I beat her in Luke's game, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll never, I'll never beat you in Luke's game. So it can't possibly. <laughs> well, you're the champion now. Yeah. We're all up against you. Um, yeah, well, I, I think it's an intriguing race because the top four races generally. Uh, the fourth place it was at 50 points after 25 games in, in some, some previous seasons. But this way, you're a little bit off that. So yeah. all to play for. And I do find it funny how people are forgetting Manchester United in this as well. I think because, just because so many of us remember Fergie's reign, but also every Mark, loss and every point and every you know near win <laughs> even they get, you go, oh, hang on. Um, but, but uh, you know, Rhea Ferdinand said that um, since Rangnick's taken over, uh, or in, in in the last sort of how many how many games only Man City have picked up more points. They've lost they? one Premier League game since the middle of November. Yeah, which is mad to think of. They're it the form is. team in that race. I know. Mm. Yeah. So well. may, there you go. It'll probably be them then. <laughs> <laughs> the romance of football. Yeah. Speaking of romance of football, good to hear that Masters football returns. Those who remember Masters football will be very excited about this. Jack Wilshire again. He, well, maybe. <laughs> this is his fails. So this is something to fall back yeah. on. It was announced yesterday that Masters football is returning uh, for the first time since 2011. We've not had it since 2011. A brand new tournament in Glasgow on the, the 8th of July. And because it, it was a six-a-side tournament featuring players over 35. Um, and uh, it was previously shown on, on, on Sky. But it will now be on a streaming site. Oh, as is the way, Peter. Masters.com. As is the yeah. way. Paul, <laughs> Paul, that might already be taken. Maybe true. the New York Times will buy it. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Paul Scholes and Steve McManaman are, are involved. Which is I, lovely to see. I've actually been to see a Masters tournament in in uh, actually been to uh, attended it yeah. way back in the day. Did way, you? way yeah, it was great fun. Yeah, it was, yeah. Ju- it was Jimmy McAteer trying to fight everyone. <laughs> I was all for, I remember from that I, kind I, of caper. I, I was who. Uh, Jason McAteer Jason McAteer not Jamie McAteer <laughs> Jesus Christ I don't know who you meant <laughs> Jamie Redknapp and Jason McAteer yeah. how many McAteers are there in football oh, really? just, there was Come one on. we there was one fondly. exactly and he had no dandruff no absolutely <laughs> did, not yeah. uh-huh. um, I was going to say but when I went to go and see the Masters tournament you'd have players not obviously because it was years ago so it wouldn't be Skulls and McManaman but players of that equivalent mm. and that would be great yeah. and then obviously you'd always feel really sorry for the players who needed an explanation so they'd say yeah, that yeah, yeah, and, they go, and then they go you know 36 appearances for Hull. Yeah. And you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd remember him. 
Well, only because of his name. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. <laughs> but it's always great fun. It was yeah. great fun. I remember yeah. the Tenant Sixes uh, in, in, in Scotland. They used to do that. That and was that's good for going back much further. And they've hit on something here because obviously there is an insatiable appetite for more football at all times. Yes. Mm. But here, use retired players. Exactly. So the other players don't get tired. Well, it says over 35. So yeah. I don't know. There's a few names. that <laughs> Maybe could... the 39th game in the Premier League should be that. I think you so. You can do it, but yep. you can only have players over 35. It, was, yeah. was this the show where the ball would come out the ceiling? Uh, that rings a bell. Like the ball would drop in. Wasn't that Wayne Rooney's street soccer? It might be. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. No, he'd throw it. They'd throw it out of a window. That's uh, right. That's control and, it. And you had to control it and kick it into a skip. And you had to dribble. And you had to dribble around a load of tires. Yeah, that's less less interesting. But yeah. I'd love I'd love someone to throw a ball out of a big tower block and me try and control it. I'm actually surprised you don't see more of that stuff because uh, you know YouTube content and all that kind of thing. Well, there, there we are. Maybe we should maybe we should have a go. We, we so <laughs> everyone in this room is eligible to play the Masters tournament. Yeah, eligible on age yes. alone. On age alone. On age alone. Yeah, yeah. absolutely right. Who's, okay. it, who's in your team, Swansea? Donaldson. Yeah. Meet you. Speak to Roy. He'll sort you out. <laughs> You'll know an assistant manager somewhere. Last mention of Meet You, though. Yeah. All right, everybody, let's have a quick break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Join Luke Moore and me, Pete Donaldson, for an unplanned half hour where we discuss life's great mysteries like can a man survive by eating roadkill as well as the week's most bizarre news stories and your ridiculous adventures like this one about an almost catastrophic shortcut. We eventually came to a large railed fence which I decided we should climb. I scaled the 15-foot-ish fence. 
and as I was sat atop ready to jump down, three or four police came running from a little building we hadn't noticed before shouting at me and grabbing my mate Sam. I was faced with the choice of legging it onto the other side of the fence or gallantly going back to help my friend. I returned to Sam, and the quite pissed off police and my gallantry was rewarded as they advised me that I had been climbing into the zoo and would have landed in an animal enclosure. Listen to The Look at Pete Show wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. You better get your finger out, all right, and make sure that you get the fucking results. Welcome back to the Football <laughs> Ramble, everybody. It's now time for emails. Yes, indeed. I think we can all agree it doesn't need the key change. Didn't need the key change, but, but I enjoyed it anyway. But there it is. Mm. Um, I've got an email here from uh, James Blunt. Oh. James Blunt. I remember him. Um, after the running chat about naming kids after notable celebrities, intentional or otherwise, something that is very close to home for me, obviously being named James Blunt, I saw an absolute gem at the weekend. Um, Alaves have a winger called Jason. Mm. But his real name is David Remacero. Jason is a nickname because when he was young, he was so fast he was likened to Jensen Button and Jensen somehow morphed into Jason. As a Spanish bloke growing up in the noughties, hasn't this got to be the most niche namesake going? He's up there. Got to be up there. I what? thought it was maybe Donovan when we started. But I'm confused. I had to sort of Google Jensen Button to sort of make sure that he's who I think he is. So he's a British motorsports guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what, why did they choose that? Well, around, guy... I, guess, I guess around that time he was very, very famous, Jensen Barn. Right. He was like competing at the top end of Formula One. But they've Did got he... big, like, the Spanish have got big motor racing guys, haven't they? Big motor racing names. Why choose yeah. Jensen and then change the name to Jensen? Well, I guess because if they're going to call him what you're talking about, like Fernando Alonso or something, yeah. it's not really going to stand out, is it? Well, then also yeah. maybe he looked a bit like him, similar yeah. hairdo. I, it could be a number of reasons. We're adding yeah. in information did, there did, that wasn't uh, an email. Did just... Button win the... Um, he did. The F1 Cup? He did. He won the F1 Cup. <laughs> the, F1 cup. <laughs> the, the Mushroom Cup. <laughs> <laughs> she believes uh, did, Formula did, 1 trophy he, he didn't make the Flower Cup but he did win the Mushroom Cup oh, right. so he didn't okay. qualify for the Star Cup so he never raced on Rainbow Road 50cc right. yeah. or 120cc uh, I just want to like, well I think you mean 50, 100 or 150 no, sorry mate yeah. I'm, I'm not a big Mario sorry uh, motor racing fan <laughs> He won, the he, he won the Mushroom Cup in 2000. Right, right, okay. cool. And, and for, for, famously, Formula One fans have got a really great sense of humour in that. So <laughs> they definitely won't be pissed off about that. Yeah. Uh, got a message from uh, Jamie. Last Friday, my mum was out at my local Italian in County Durham where she spotted the one and only bastion of English football and more recently, NFT investor uh, John Terry. Oh, uh, where he was enjoying a steak on the table behind her. The question I pose is, what on earth was he doing up here? Is there a potential coaching job in the cars for him at Darlington, Hartlepool, or maybe even Sunderland? Make of that what you will. Uh, but he seemed a nice enough bloke, despite the well-done steak, which can often say a lot about a person's character. A well-done steak in an Italian restaurant. Luke Moore, 
Yeah, I'm not on board mm, with that. I right. have to be honest. I don't yeah. want to judge John Terry's character for that specifically. I would much prefer to judge his character for all the other things he's yeah, I was done. Say, more, <laughs> um, better evidence. Better and worse. Yeah. Uh, mostly worse. Uh, uh, but I wouldn't, A, be ordering a steak in an Italian restaurant. B, mm. and if I were ordering it, I would not be ordering it well done. Well, how did, I mean, I, I'm not sure about this. How close... Has, who, how does he know? Well, how yeah. does he know? Yeah. How do you know? I mean, he, Jamie said his mum was in the restaurant, so it's mm. second-hand information. Already right. a second Now, I don't doubt your mother, Jamie. Let's yeah. be clear about that. We just don't know her, do but we? But we don't, don't know, know her. her. We don't know her character. And is she a, is she quite good at spotting how rare someone's steak is mm. from a distance? Yeah. Or yeah. She, is she never seen like an unwell-done steak and was walking around going, there's blood everywhere? Yeah. I imagine he sent it back. <laughs> Maybe he just went well done. Cooked. I think when the, when the when the waiter put it down, he just went well done. Well you, done, eh? Yeah, well, well done. done, son, eh? Well done. <laughs> yeah. Could he be on his way up to Glasgow for the Masters mm. early? I was trying to work out Little why. Pit stop in County Durham. Have yeah. you ever seen a footballer order poor food? Get in touch. Yeah, absolutely. Good shout. Why? Why would he be up there? Don't know. Could be any reason. Yeah. Could be doing mm. a bit of scouting. Mm. Uh, I don't really know what job he's doing now because since he left Villa. But you'd be uh, happy to have him at Hartlepool United, wouldn't you? Big name. Get the town going. Get the town going. Well, yeah. Do you not think? I think he'd fit in quite well with the <laughs> Hartlepool <laughs> NFT crowd. <laughs> because because he's, he's an ambassadorial role or some kind of coach or something at um, Chelsea now, right? Yeah. That's, that's what he's doing. Yeah, of course. Is he allowed to still do that? Because didn't he... He's given the tours. I he's think. given the tours. <laughs> he's not giving the, the tours. tours. He can't do the tours. <laughs> now. The tours. Has he been banned from that? Uh, Chelsea are playing in the, in the Champions League tonight, aren't they? Later, right. yeah, more yeah. on that later. So who yeah. knows? <laughs> who knows? Shout Very Rumble. difficult to talk about John Terry on the shows. I think we found out today. <laughs> yeah, Showatfootballramble dot com. What was the feature we wanted? Oh, oh food. Dad, Dad of the year. Oh no, well, <laughs> that was, it was. Uh, have Bomber. you ever seen a footballer order some terrible food? Yeah, yeah. Just order any food. Oh, just order any food. I've seen Zenadine Zidane iron up the uh, the dessert tray in the Adidas lounge. Kanija? Yeah. We, were we there at Kanija? He was at Wembley Kanija? Stadium. At Wembley Stadium? I wasn't yeah. with you, but uh, you did yeah, spy right. Kanija. He was him or yeah. Axel Rose. He just, he just had his hand in the pasta. Just, just grabbed he handfuls of it. He never had his put it in his pocket. He put it in his pocket. The pocket full of pasta. And he, and he tipped the tomato sauce on the floor and went, that's what I think of this. And they walked Then he, he grabbed a pasty yeah. and went, I love Italian food. And he shoved <laughs> it in his mouth a hole. I just saw Zinedine Zidane iron up the chocolate fondue. Yeah. Right. And why wouldn't you? And then no. he put his head in it and went, oh, careful. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> Confusing. <laughs> oh, I've got a fringe again. Right, Peter. I think oh, we yeah. should move on from this. Let's move on. All right, something well, a lot more sensible. I, I didn't realise I was in control. I prefer to kill him. It's time for Port Antonio Conte. It's two footballers mashed together. Mashed. Yeah. Mashed. Um, if you would like to uh, get your what? clues in for the for the game. Um, yeah, the way, footballramble.com. Did, did, did we, I should point out the fact that, you know, Richard, um, help me out here, House I, of Games, Richard, Richard Osman. Richard Osman. Right. He, he copied Port Antonio Conte for his answer smash round on House of Games. Scumbag. Answer smash. Yeah. Right. Possibly been going longer. but So you might have stolen it. House yeah. of Games. That's not been going very long, has it? Don't think so, no. no. Oh, look, we, we've all stolen stuff off Jermaine Genus, okay? <laughs> Famously. <laughs> Just saying, you might want to speak to Big Richard know, um, and see if the answer smash has been informed by Portman to no contact. Because I know that Richard's not only a big football fan, he's a Fulham fan. He is a Fulham right, fan. Um, okay. And I once tried to get him on a ramble meets and he didn't want to do it. Oh, Who wants so, to sit in front of it? Sit, sit behind him at a match? It's no. gigantic. Well, I've planned on sitting in the swimming pool with him and Hugh Grant at some point. Yeah, there you go. When right. it's finished. What an image. <laughs> what an image, that <laughs> well, is. What a great trio, though, eh? You each side yeah. of Richard. You'd uh, have to be, you and Hugh. Hugh would prefer us each side of him, I'm sure. Right. Uh, he would, but it would, it, look, it would look mental, mate. Yeah, I think he'd be willing to take that It'd chance. be like a declining size. Is it a swimming pool or a hot tub? Uh, I'll tell you when I'm up there. Yeah, right. I'll give you a call. Not sure yet. 
Who's that? There's a man in the corner of the pool. <laughs> is that too hot, Michael? What's that got to do Michael with Michael Jackson, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and that's that statue. And, that, and the he, water's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's he, too hot. He's dead, Pete. And it's the he last... Like, it's, the, it's the previous the ownership. Was too hot. So the joke's on you. <laughs> previous ownership. All right. It's time for Pop Antonio Conte. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, everyone. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. Should we do the jingle again? Yeah, press yeah. it again. I prefer to kill him. Uh, from Hofspur. Oh. Oh. I scored the United States' first goal in their 3-2 upset over Portugal in the 2002 World Cup, and I also scored against Portugal in 0-2, as well as a total of 30 goals for Preston North and Everton Fulham. God, that is impossible. Hmm. 3-2 upset Portugal, 2002 World Cup, uh... United States' first goal, and I also scored against Portugal in 0-2. Brian McBride. That's the answer. Just Brian McBride. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the rules anymore, honestly. John O'Brien McBride. Uh, yeah, Brian McBride. You get half a point yeah, yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. John, John, John O'Brien. Look, you're not going to get that. <laughs> Who is this guy's messaging? He's a maniac. I think he's playing in the Masters. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got a message from uh, Josh Hallam. Thank you, Josh. Come on, Josh. Bring it home now. I am the Stoke-born face of Pepsi in Chile, and I am also a goalkeeper who previously held the Guinness World Record for the longest goal scored in football. Ben Brereton. Diaz. Diaz. I didn't hear the second quick. Guinness World Record, longest goal scored in football. I previously held it. Brett Burton Diazinho. Just a guess. <laughs> Zinho, wasn't it? There must be a keeper called Zinho in Brazil. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bren Bre- <laughs> ben Bren Bren Ben Brereton Diaz Mibergovic. Ah, oh, Ben Brereton Diaz, Mir Bergovic. Yes, yeah. I was focusing on the Z, of course. And yeah, that's why, ladies and gentlemen, we got it wrong. Thank you, it's Josh. not actually a portmanteau. Yes, yes. Shut up, stop picking holes in the game or I'll I'm start not, doing it on a Friday, I'm not, which I do yeah, I <laughs> constantly. Say, no one was picking holes in it. We were realising where we went wrong. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and as you say, you, you do. Said so. it wasn't part man- you said it wasn't I a portmanteau. I don't believe it is a portmanteau. Right. Because it's not literally a portmanteau, is oh, it? Oh, what? Are we playing portmanteaus? No, we're playing portmanteau contest, which is a different game. So eat a big old poo. <laughs> Get out of this over with because I want to go and watch Answer Smack. Let's t- <laughs> More consistent. <laughs> More consistent. Oh, let's talk about the championship, eh? <laughs> Reading are in action against Birmingham City tonight. Huge game at the bottom of the table. Reading just five points above yeah. Derby County after they beat Peterborough at the weekend. 92nd minute winner. But they're, they're down there. I mean, the um, the, the, the league is uh, it's, it is very, very interesting because a lot of teams a number of weeks ago, well, you could argue a number of months ago, would have thought, right, OK, uh, Barnsley, they're not they're not pulling up any trees. They're, they're, they're pretty poor despite their, their win a couple of games ago. They're, they're, sort of, they're, they're, they're down, maybe, some people mm. saying that. Because you always want to predict this, don't you? Uh, Derby County, well, but they're probably down. So it's just one spot with no, Derby. No way, Derby are down. That's no what way. I mean. That's what I mean. That's, that's it. Mm. So so they've, they've thrown themselves into contention. They're just five points, as we say, behind Reading. Because Peterborough United, they've had it pretty poor time of it um, so it will be very very interesting uh, indeed I mean Peterborough their manager Darren Ferguson handed in his resignation on Sunday after a nine match winless run so yeah Peterborough they're not in great shakes he'll be back he'll be back well I I mean yes he's he's been on and off with Peterborough for a while hasn't he Darren mm. Ferguson he's he's at a funny old time he's a bit like um Fatty Tirim and the turkey job. It's that kind of uh, <laughs> that kind of relationship he's had uh, with Peterborough United over the years. I mean, I, I've said this story before and I'll say it again, damn it all. I saw Peterborough play away at QPR once uh, when he was in charge of Peterborough. Mm-hmm. This was a number of years ago. It wasn't going very well. Adel Tarat scored two 25-yarders that day. That's nice, how long ago like it, it was. You've, that's why you remember it. Yeah. Oh, that's what Tarat will bring. Isn't that magnificent? Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and the crowd were singing to Darren Ferguson, your dad's ashamed of you. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's the six times, yeah. still good. For a few different which, reasons. Which we don't... It's uh, really out of order. Which yeah. is incredibly out of order, yeah, uh, yeah. which is why I only joined in for a chorus. That's what my mum said all through my teenage years. <laughs> <laughs> so I know how Darren feels. Oh, dear. But yeah. he's, he has a funny relationship with Peterborough United, doesn't he? Keeps yeah. going back to the well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but they are struggling. They are struggling. Of course, the other big news is that Reading sacked their manager, Velko Palvinich, uh, at the weekend. Their fifth managerial change in less than three years. Since Yap Stam got the boot, of course. <clears throat> yeah, who was the last manager they've had that's got any kind of I know you don't want to Tim Sherwood it and talk about win percentage but you know Yapstam's the last manager I can think of and I wouldn't be an expert here and I've obviously yeah. famously had a very very difficult relationship with Reading fans over the years mm. um, I don't remember any manager since him doing very well and they change managers all the fucking time well they waited yes. until they won a match to fire him which didn't make yeah. any sense well it, was, it wasn't that long well I say it wasn't that long ago it was probably about 10 years ago we always used to talk about the Reading surge you know they always surged towards the playoffs mm towards the second half of the season. We haven't had that for Surge a while. too far. Yeah, indeed. Well, now, Peter, of course, they've got Paul Ince in yeah. as uh, interim boss. This is uh, an appointment that I didn't think would happen, to be perfectly honest. I didn't realise But do you think that, Do you think that they just thought, Why uh, not? he's always Bollocks. hanging around the club anyway? Uh, yeah. Um, so Is he always hanging around the club? Well, absolutely, because he's, um, um, because he's some place for them. Mm. Yeah. Do you, do you want me to ruin your day? Go on. Tom Ince is 30. Uh. So Major Jack... That is extraordinary. Don't like it. But, Do but, not like it. But Paul, Paul Ince presumably is hanging around. No, but, the club but his, his son joined there. last month, though. He's on loan, I think, yeah. Put a good word in for, for his father. Do you, yeah, and he's turned up. He said, Do you know. Do Does you, anybody you know? Dad? Does anybody know anybody in here yeah. who can manage this team? Well, yeah. my dad's done a few well, jobs. I, I did a Twitter poll um, good. For, of our listeners. Um, and I'll be honest, it's not the most kind of academically rigorous mm. approach because. I just I I asked Reading fans to vote, but I'm fairly certain everyone voted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> who've got no interest in Reading whatsoever, <laughs> and I just said, "Are you happy with Paul Ince being involved?" Yeah, and 81 percent said no. So <laughs> out of how many? Go on. 81 percent, Marcus. It's a percentage. Yeah. Can we have oh, the amount of voters, or do you not want to reveal that? Um, if you don't want to reveal that, that is fine. It's just got to 82, actually, as I refresh the page. Okay. But, but um, it's a big enough sample size. When you, when you see election True, polling... True, no, no, I agree. If you're yeah. down to ones and twos, I mean, presumably there's over 100 people took part, no? There's over 100 people, well yeah. over 100 people. And, and election polling... That's is true. ...regularly only around 1,000 people. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's it's valid. So that's it. Well, that's the the, the, the official um, word is that Reading fans aren't happy with... He's got an uphill struggle. He has yeah. got an uphill struggle. And, yeah. and is that because he hasn't managed uh, since 2014? Probably is. Look, to be completely even-handed about Paul Ince, mm. he has had player. some success. He was a great player and he has had some success as a manager in the past. It's been a while A ago. long while. And I think, you know, you, you could absolutely apply the same rigour to assessing Ince's managerial career that everyone was applying to Roy Keane like two weeks ago. Yes. Because it's the same era. Yes, you can. And um, he was obviously heavily linked with the Sunderland job which didn't come to pass. Mm. I, I, it's obviously just an interim thing, but I've not seen anything at Reading from the ownership suggests they know what they're doing, so I mean, it's not a huge surprise. Look, I, look for, for, again for old times' sake, I love the fact that he's back in football because I remember his playing career and enjoyed it. You'd very, like very him much. in the England squad for the World Cup, would you? <laughs> I, no, I think I think again times have changed under yeah. Roy Hodgson, maybe. But uh, mm. uh, oh, by the way, we mentioned Ben Brereton Diaz uh, earlier. Did you see that a fan from Chile travelled all the way to see him? Play for Blackburn uh, on on the weekend. Yeah, Unfor- oh, did he get injured? Yeah, unfortunately though, Diaz got injured, uh, <laughs> so wasn't playing. And then Blackburn's game against Millwall was then called off forty five minutes before kickoff. So the poor Chilean man uh, didn't get to see him. I don't understand why. It seems to me a trend. Yeah, that games are getting called off later and later. 
Yes, yeah, and, yeah. It's, and it's embarrassing. Yeah, it is. It's really tough on fans. I don't want to do it. How do you explain? Blackburn's not exactly down the road from Millwall, is it? Or Chile? No. <laughs> no, no, but I don't think you can legislate for that. I think but you're d- getting off point here. Right? Who's, who's the person who's the, from the furthest away? <laughs> you get to decide. <laughs> yeah, we have yeah. to convince you <laughs> to say it's going to be called off. When, yeah. uh, what made me laugh was that he said that. Um, we said we could cancel the black the, the block in, in question said we said we could cancel the Blackburn match and just go and watch Manchester City against Spurs but I said no I will go to watch Blackburn there's something very funny mm. that you're just able like Man City have always got space for you you can always yeah. go and watch Man City <laughs> watch them. always yeah. go and watch them yeah. exactly yeah. one there's of the best football teams that, to ever exist mm. you can go and watch them absolutely right <laughs> uh, speaking of championship mishaps gentlemen Neil Warnock revealed yesterday that he turned down the chance to sign Didier Drogba while he was in charge of Sheffield United in the early 2000s when they were in the second tier. Now, I know this kind of thing happens in football a lot. Of course it does, inevitably. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean it's not funny. Um, one of his players, uh, Laurent de Jaffo, approached him with a tip to sign Drogba. He said, I had a French lad, Laurent de Jaffo, who said to me, Gaffa, I've seen a player for you in second division in France. Very good, 100 grand. I said, 100 grand? That's a lot for a second division player in France. What's his name? He said, Drogba. He said, we can't sign 100 grand for a second division player. <laughs> he said, you? He said, yes. He said, me? He said, yes. He said, oh. <laughs> you got Brian Clough there. Yeah, I did go yeah, Brian Clough. Yeah. Remember the advert, though, the bread advert? What was it for? It was a bread. Yeah, what brand? It was I a bread. I can't remember. I don't remember it, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, and then he said, you all know what happened in the end. Yeah, I mean, Drogba. From what I remember, Drogba's goalscoring record wasn't amazing until he went to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. and even at Chelsea, one yeah. could say it wasn't like in he was a massively important player for them for lots massive of reasons. Import, but, oh yeah, yeah, it was, it was more. Uh, I'm not saying he wouldn't have improved early 2000s Sheffield United. <laughs> I'm just saying he didn't score a huge amount of goals. No, he yeah. didn't score a huge amount of goals. And and yeah, that's the reality of of uh, of of, to- of life at a club like that at that time, I suppose. Indeed, it is. And good on Neil for for fronting up about it. Yeah, well done, Neil. Because he could have said, "Nah, that was never going to happen." Yeah, exactly. Don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Well, to be fair, it was just a tip off for somebody. Yeah. One of his players said, "You should sign this guy," and he went, eh, "No." I'm... Oh, what's the difference about it? We're in fucking London, aren't we? <laughs> We're in London. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Neil Warnock on the touchline should be like a proper bonus red button yes. option yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at all times. Just, just commenting. Yeah. Get him down there. You can imagine, you can just imagine him hating London. No, no, but he, I know he said actually that he enjoyed, when he managed Crystal Palace, he really liked living in London. Because I think he's the type of guy that would like going to the theatre and all that kind of stuff. Really, if you if you get down to don't it. Don't like the prices though. No, he doesn't know, but that's fair. <laughs> that is very fair. But he, he said I, he said that he liked living in London when he I was I reckon he probably used the phrase typical London lefty. No. <laughs> More than any other phrase. Donaldson, what do you reckon? I reckon he ate all of the... The only thing he ate down there was, you know, those um, American sweet companies. Yeah. Sometimes they'll have a little kind of... Um, they have a little kiosk at the front where they'll Kingdom sell like hot pasties and stuff. <laughs> yeah. One those um, yeah. just eat all the pasties from there that's a southwest. oh he loves the south well, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. that's, yeah. that's where he, yeah. he's often based uh, well there we are everybody uh, tonight uh, the Champions League is uh, back again Chelsea um, look like they've got Mason Mount returning which is uh, which is a big old bonus uh, for them of course what an, uh, what an important player we've missed Mason Mount actually not seen him for a little while um, but Chelsea um, are up against uh, Lille uh, you'd fancy Chelsea to win that, wouldn't you? Even with all the jet lag and the calls and etc. Even with Lukaku not wanting to touch the ball. <laughs> I, I mean, Lille, Lille gave a pretty good account of themselves in the group stage. Though I know it's an easier group than yeah. perhaps some of the others, but they—I mean—they did qualify top of their group. So. They did, but they're eleventh currently in league. Uh, yeah, so it's a fair point. You would expect Chelsea to do the business. And also, there. if you if you if you if you get Red Bull, Salzburg, uh, Wolfsburg, and Sevilla in your group, you're rubbing your hands together, aren't you? 
Yeah, they are indeed. Uh, Villarreal <laughs> uh, against Juventus is the other game. Um, so, uh, oh, a further update on Jose Mourinho's antics we discussed yesterday, by the way, mm. or the mm. gang did yesterday. He's now facing up to three games out after reportedly saying to uh, the referee as he was sent off, they sent you here on purpose. You, they sent you. Come <laughs> on. I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, great stuff. It's all a bit Macbeth yeah. with Mourinho these days, isn't it? I feel sorry for the old uh, officials. Yeah, oh, Craig Paulson got, as the guys mentioned yesterday, Craig Paulson got pelters of that Man City game, didn't he? Mm. Just looking a little bit upset when a goal went in. Oh, indeed, indeed. What are you going to do? I mean, what do you expect them to do? You can't be like an Easter Island statue. <laughs> Just like... Yep, Stam can. Yeah, that's true. But he's not a fourth official, is he? No. And, and nor should he be. Do you reckon he'd be up for it? Uh, no, get him in the dugout again. We yeah. want to see him managing again. I'm just saying, you referees have to show some kind of emotion, right? <laughs> you, you, yeah. you hear um, when a referee plays an advantage and a goal is scored, he's really chuffed about it. Mm. He, and, they, and sometimes they'll go, yes, I've done a yeah, great yeah, job. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing that, but no. there's, there's, you can do show a little bit of emotion. Well, I think yeah. people got a little bit annoyed once. I can't remember which referee it was, but played an advantage and then this team scored and he gave a little fist pump. Yeah. And right. it was like, yeah, that doesn't, that's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> I find good it, thing is football fans have a good sense of humour about that kind of stuff. They're right? absolutely fine. Nobody yeah. was bothered. There's a, there's a, I'm not going to mention names, but there's a big quote conspiracy theory kind of thread happening around oh. Arsenal and their decisions at the moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah, among, it's among, cracking, it? among some people who should know better in the industry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it that guy who used to play for... Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, does it basically just hinge on the Man City penalty the weekend and the handball? Because I think Arsenal had a similar decision went against them. But the, bit, but the but but the thing is, the football fans just to let themselves down, don't they? Yeah, I, they I do, know yeah. people who are otherwise really sensible. Who, as soon as it comes to a decision about their club, they go completely mad. <laughs> and I, I think that the Arsenal one's got into such a deep dive now. Yeah, that it's properly like forensically analysing stats of fouls per challenge and yeah. cards per foul. QR and, non. Yeah, yeah, it really is QR non. Yeah, bloody hell. Bloody anyway, hell. Jim's not here to defend himself. No. So he <laughs> It's not good. Oh dear. We've reached the end of the show, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to today's Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. By the way, over on Football Ramble Presents, Flo, Chloe and Rachel are back with another episode of Upfront. This week they discuss how England have dealt with their first real tests under Fizz's successor, Serena Wiegmann, and explain how the US are finally passing on the baton to the next generation, but not without some bumps along the way. That's all on Football Ramble Presents later today. On tomorrow's show on the Football Ramble, Kate, Vish and Andy will be in your ears. Lovely old job. Until then, thank you very much, Luke Moore. Yeah, thank you very much. Just to give you a final update on the Paul Lynch survey, he's now up to 84.7% saying they're not happy with him being anywhere near the club. Um, so he's got an uphill struggle, but I do wish him all the very best. Get your votes in. Uh, Pete Donaldson, thank you. Farewell, everyone. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.